Hi, and welcome to this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. Our mission here at Fresh Hope for Mental Health is to empower you to live well in spite of your mental health challenge by sharing insights through interviews, practical tools for living well, encouragement, and courage for overcoming all from a Christian perspective. And now, here's your host, Pastor Brad Hayes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. I'm Brad Hafes, your host, and here at Fresh Hope for Mental Health, our goal is to empower you to live well in spite of having a mental health challenge. I'm so glad that I get to talk with these two doctors today. Um, no, they're not psychologists and they're not psychiatrists. That's usually the kind of doctors I talk to, but they're in education and uh, Michaela and David Culkin, like um, the actor's last name, I probably still said it wrong. I, Culkin, I'm not sure I know how to say his last name. Anyway, welcome, you guys. Great to have you with me. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and uh, they're just a state below me, right? You're in Kansas. I'm in Nebraska. We've got a beautiful fall day here, and hopefully you guys do too. It's gorgeous oh, yeah. outside today. <laughs> Good. Well, tell me a little bit about yourselves. You know, who are you um, and a little bit about your journey with mental health issues and those kinds of things, if you would, please. Go ahead, Dave. Well, thanks. Thanks again, Pastor Brad, for having us on. And um, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's it's always a simple question that's very difficult to answer. Um, and so I, I could start anywhere, but I, I guess I'll start with uh, that. Uh, I, I'm the one with a diagnosed disorder, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. And um, but uh, I didn't know it or get diagnosed with it until I was in my 30s. And yet looking back, I knew I had uh, uh, exhibited symptoms um, as young as third grade, you know, when I was around mm. nine or 10. Uh, and so, and, and per perhaps even younger, but, um, but uh, as I grew up, uh, I relished structure, but I was also checking things uh, and had a, a, I was really tormented by uh, what uh, we came to call uncommanded thoughts, uh, which were uh, essentially uh, made me question my identity uh, as a good person and as a person of faith and, and any other sort of social measure that you can think of. Mm. Uh, so that anything that was related to taboos or whatever, uh, I would just perseverate on and not know why and not know how to counter it. Okay. And as I've gotten older, I, I realized that especially myself, but I know younger people uh, don't have the life experience or perhaps the communication skills to tell their loved ones that what they're going through or know that it's maybe abnormal to, in, to some degree. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think uh, as I got older, I went to school uh, and, uh, you know, fell in love with Michaela and we got married. Uh, learning to live with someone else is is certainly a challenge, but uh, you also have a built in um, kind of mirror, in a sense, uh, kind of someone who can uh, see how you act over time. And uh, she was realizing very quickly that uh, there were some aspects that were a little off. Mm. 
I'll hand this over to Kayla if she wants to. <laughs> Well, and as, as Dave said, I mean, any marriage has its challenges, especially at the beginning when you're learning to live together and, and be one. Um, and so uh, little things like we would go to Walmart and Dave would feel the need to lay his hands on my head and pray spontaneously in the middle of the aisle at Walmart. Um, and I mean, Dave and I pray, we're very faith filled um, and faith is important in our marriage. However, in the middle of the aisle at Walmart, you know, isn't, isn't your typical time to pray. Um, yeah. So there were just little things like that. that just, just seemed a little bit off. Um, another thing Dave would do is um, he would, what we called his brief lists. He would write in just very small, um, minute handwriting, everything that happened in his day. And I would have to sit and listen to it for 30 minutes or an hour. And if I interrupted, he would start all over again. And, oh and yes, so, oh, which um, just wasn't, just wasn't in what I felt typical. Um, and, and Dave would get very upset if I would interrupt him or if I would say, oh, that reminds me of something that happened with my day today. And so um, after seven years, we just realized that just something just wasn't right. We had, we'd gone for marriage counseling. We'd, um, we'd really tried conflict resolution, just everything we could. Um, and, uh, finally we, we decided we needed to go and, and see, um, a therapist. Um, and, and she knew right away. Um, she, she tells us to this day, all I had to do was hear your story. And I knew there's something, something's not quite right. And yeah. the OCD in our marriage. Yeah. So there was this third entity or fourth, if you put the Lord, you, the two of you, and then this other thing there, huh? Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. In fact, we, uh, we call it, uh, we call it a name. We call him Herb, uh, to inject some humor, uh, but also to, I, uh, to, to recognize it, that it, you know, it is kind of an enemy and, uh, it's easier to, you know, attack your enemy if you know what to attack. And so yeah. that, that's what we've developed over the years. Well, well, yeah. And and certainly because Dave has OCD doesn't make him the enemy. It's the OCD is the enemy. I know that's important for those of us that have a diagnosis. Like I always say, my bipolar disorder is a monster, but I manage the monster and he's locked up down in the basement. And he doesn't get to participate. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. Well, once, uh, once the you went to the therapist and everything, I bet just everything magically changed, right? Of course, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that's what we try to tell people who are in similar situations to ours. Um, it was a lot of work, um, and a lot of it was trusting that when I said to Dave, "You're doing it." Um, you've got to stop. You're doing it. Break the cycle. Um, at first, Dave thought I was just trying to ignore what he had to tell me. And what Dave couldn't see was he was trying to talk at me for extended period of time, or um, he would have these thoughts and he would just have to share them with me um, that were very inappropriate. Um, and and so it, it took a lot of time, um, but we but we were committed to it. Um, and I think that's that's so important to us to let people know that you have to, as anybody who has any mental health challenge, um, you've got to be committed to each other. And like you said, Pastor Brad, it's not it's not Dave, it's his OCD. 
it's it's herb and mm-hmm. um it it helps to have a name for it so yeah we we can work together yeah now dave did you or maybe you don't go by dave and i'm calling you dave no, that's dave, fine oh uh, did did you have um issues with trusting that michaela really had you know that she wasn't your enemy by pointing these things out did it take a while to to say okay she has my best interest in mind i know it did for me with my wife and the bipolar disorder and just her giving me feedback or did you just accept it as uh good feedback and took it right away yeah, I'd love to say I took it right away, but uh, the truth is I, I still struggle with it sometimes, um, but it's gotten better. Um, you know, it's a balance, isn't it, between um, it's important not to know that you're not alone. And uh, in, in our case, we don't have any children, but uh, we have each other, and that's the important thing. And uh, so we are our family. And, um, and, and trust that the other person has your interests, your best interests in mind and in heart. But when you're dealing with a cycle and uh, a cycle of obsession and compulsion, and for me, a lot of times that's um, uh, an intrusive thought uh, that I feel I I need to do something to relieve, even if it's a a short-term relief. Um, and as Kayla mentioned, uh, some of my compulsions, whether it's uh, praying with scrupulosity or uh, with uh, briefing, uh, with communications, um, that do you need that cycle, that trust to break that cycle? And uh, so it's an implicit trust. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And so uh, when I'm tired now and when I'm grumpy or hungry or whatever basic needs not met uh yes i <clears throat> i'm i'm more apt to not trust her uh when she calls me out on a on a cycle but uh then th- that said it's it's become less and less i would say mm-hmm. now do you take any medicine is there any medicine that helps with the ocd or Yes, um, and that, that was another challenge we had because I was in the military um, at the time on, on flight status. So um, we found that there were policies in the military that weren't really realistic for uh, people like me where uh, there is no cure for OCD. Um, and with the severity that I had, it's likely that I'll be taken the rest of my life. And Yet uh, the policies, at least at that time, were you have to be asymptomatic a year off the meds in order to resume flight status, which is really untenable, um, not only for OCD, but for several other disorders. So, uh, and the irony is OCD kind of made me a better pilot. Uh, I love checklists. I love attention to detail. Oh, yeah. Um, And you pay attention to things. It's almost like a superpower. Um, But yet- there's that ignorance of what OCD is. So to answer your question, yes, uh, there were some challenges in, in terms of uh, the medicine and medications. It took a long time to uh, figure out what the right combination was. Uh, and more importantly, um, uh, a leap of faith because uh, I had to trust that the doctors knew what they were doing 
uh, because these are systemic medications for the most part. So that means it takes a long time or some time to uh, have them really uh, engage and, and take effect. And a right. lot of people I know don't, uh, don't wait that long. Yeah. So what would you say has been the greatest difficulty in dealing with the OCD within your marriage? Well, I, I think I would just start out by saying that um, Dave and I in, enjoy educating ourselves and, and we try to take in all the information we can. So the minute we found out, I mean, truly the minute, maybe the hour we found out, we started looking for resources to help us um, because we had decided that we were committed to fighting, um, to, to fighting Herb. Um, and so as we looked, there were a lot of things out there for the person, the sufferer. There were a lot of things out there for your whole family, but there wasn't a lot for husband, you know, husband and wife, um, or, you know, partners or just people who are to each other. So, um, and we went to, to all sorts of support groups and just nothing fit that niche. And I think that was the hardest part, um, for me personally, there was a lot out there for Dave to support him, but it was really hard to, to follow this journey, um, not having a lot of of support from other spouses or other partners right? Um, just say, Oh, that drives me crazy. When he does this, I just didn't have anyone. So I'd say that was, that was difficult. What do you think, Dave? I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Cause that's what I was going to say, but I think it's more powerful coming from you because you lived through it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of resources out there for people like me and I, I can take medicines, but, uh, uh, Kayla can't and, um, it, it wears on you. And, uh, and I know over time it's taken a toll and uh, it's not easy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, living with someone with a disorder uh, and, and, you know, no matter how much you love and trust them. So, yeah, I, I agree. And that's that's kind of what drove us to where we are today, where we there wasn't a resource. You know, we went to focus groups, we went to other therapists and there wasn't anything really addressing our needs. So we we wrote a book to address those needs. Yeah, tell me about the book. Tell me about it. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, so it, well, it's called OCD and Marriage, um, and it's finding pathways to uh, survive OCD together. And essentially, that's uh, the real message is that uh, you're not alone, and you can do it together, and you'll be stronger for it. And so... Uh, we provide basically uh, a very, we try to be clear and concise, uh, remove all the medical lingos and just kind of get to the chase of what is OCD and what can you do about it uh, from yeah. various activities such as uh, meditation and yoga to drawing activities to talking about it, how to have a conversation about it uh, sure. and, and, and with some examples from our own story. Uh, really not to tell about our story, but to to have it resonate with those people who are reading it so that they can find where they fit in and, and what how they can write their own story. Yeah. Oh, that's, and I'm assuming it's available on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can other places. Yes. Amazon and OCD and marriage.com. And uh, essentially it's, uh, and you just look up uh, Amazon OCD and marriage 
Culkin and you will go right to it. Yeah. And, and I'd just like to add um, something that we made a point of putting in the book um, is how we accommodate um, for our loved ones who have mental health challenges, no matter what they are. Um, and I know that I accommodated, and I realize it now, how much I accommodated Dave just because I didn't want him to get upset and, and start the cycle because cycles could last a very long time. Um, they could even last you know, day into the next day sometimes. Okay. Um, and so you know, we talk about those accommodations that we do for our loved ones and how, yes, it helps us in the moment to feel better, but then it's still lurking around the corner. So, yeah. um, so I, so Dave and I, for example, now we have Dave time. So Dave knows this, that I add, I pad an extra amount of time if we're going somewhere. Cause I know that Dave has his compulsions he has to do before we leave the house. So I, you know, so we can still be on time to places, but, um, it was, it, it was really hard the first time I just left Dave at the house. Cause we had to be, I think it was church. Wasn't it Dave? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we had to be there for the start of church and Dave was still doing his thing. And I oh, finally yeah. said, I'm leaving. And, and that was hard not to accommodate him, but I figured we have two cars. So he can drive himself. But yeah. Yeah, the yeah. accommodating that's, that's hard not to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, you know, we have uh, one of our children, adult children, and I won't say which, uh, because I'm not sure I have permission, um, suffers from some OCD. And um, yeah, it, we almost found ourselves having to say, okay, if we build in how long it will take them to get ready to go, we better tell them it a half hour earlier, or an hour earlier, or whatever. Yeah, because it's always down to the last minute, and and there are just certain things that have to be done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so the whole bit about you know today, if you're listening to this um, podcast, we're talking about OCD, but at the same time, we're also talking about marriage when there's any kind of mental health issue, and for those of us who have sustained the blows within the marriage due to a herb, or in my case, the little monster that showed up. If you've sustained those blows, you're really in the minority of people, really. The many, many marriages do not withstand that kind of blow. And uh, so I really wanna commend the two of you because I know it takes a lot and, um, it, you know, I, I realize that most people would say, David, that our wives are angels, you know, they're, they're uh, perfect. And I always tell people, my wife is not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I can true. tell you a few things, but yeah. I'm not perfect either. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know, it, it, because working on that marriage is a whole nother issue on top of everything else. And then there's the stress and the strain from the herb being in the house and um, things like that. So how did you meet our friend that we have in common, Aaron Ramachandran? I, I, and I know, Aaron, I'm butchering your name. I'm so sorry. But she had a mental health strong along with her husband, Keith. So how did you guys get connected? Go ahead, Dave. Well, um, 
Yeah, no, uh, and Aaron and Keith are, are, are great people. Um, we met them actually through another podcast called the Invisible Wheelchair Podcast with uh, Don Grodoff. And, uh, and he focuses on uh, OCD and related disorders and, um, and, and has personal experience with it and his family. And, um, and he just suggested one day, hey, why don't you talk to uh, Aaron and uh, Keith? And, um, you know, I think they have some similar experiences. And uh, so after a couple of months, because it was, you know, we're both busy couples. So it was uh, just a challenge just to find a, a convenient time. Uh, we were eight, managed to link up and uh, it really, from the outset, it really was uh, clear to see that not only had they similar experiences, but uh, they had something that, uh, you know, we could, uh, th that they could teach us and uh, with their mental health strong as an organization, because she has a tremendous capability for uh, organizing projects. So uh, we were we were attracted to that and that uh, that focus on just mental health in general and how it impacts uh, committed relationships. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have known them for a while, or I don't know how long you've known I'd them. I'd say for. we've known them about a year. Would you say, Dave? You know, a little over a year, but it's really hard to uh, to monitor that when it's. COVID and you're only oh, yeah. by Zoom. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say that's a safe bet. It's about a little over a year. Yeah. Some, we, we met them over a little bit over a year ago. And, but she came here uh, last fall uh, to our gala that we were having. And uh, that was fun because we've met her um, in person. And I don't know if we've been with her a second time now. But anyway, that's how I got to know you guys was through Aaron and Aaron's Mental Health Strong and Fresh Hope for Mental Health. We've been working together since I met her because I said, I get so tired of people in ministry that say, um, let's, let's, you know, do something together. Let's partner. We shouldn't, we're not competition. We're not this, we're not that. And yet they never do it. Sure. <laughs> and so we did it. And we're doing it. And one of the things we're hoping to really get off the ground now, we have the first group starting where we call it Mental Health and Fresh Hope. Um, I, I, I don't even know what they're calling the groups yet, um, but it's for couples who yes. have a mental health challenge in the midst of their marriage. And yes. maybe we should have called it Herb. Yeah. For people who have to live with herbs. I think it's copyrighted. So <laughs> it could be. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that he has a, a name, you know. Yes. But um yeah, and these groups, you guys are familiar with what we're starting to do, right? Uh, you know, yeah. absolutely. And that and oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. Uh, oh, go ahead. I think it, I think it resonated with us because uh it it involves both partners, and uh, and and also there's uh, we've noticed a need, not only from our own experiences, but when we've talked to like the International OCD Foundation conference, we noticed there are an increasingly number, uh, increasing number of people who uh, want to hear 
and uh, and share their own stories uh, related to OCD or related disorders, other mental health disorders in their marriages. Uh, and that is uh, that's an area of growth. Uh, another area of growth is uh, in the military. Uh, we're, I was retired military. And so there's there's uh, any community where there's a stigma attached to seeking help for mental health issues uh, is also important. And I know uh, Aaron is starting to address that too. Yeah, yeah. Michaela, did you have something you'd like to say? Well, in I, was, to I was just going to say something that that just really drew us to to Aaron and Keith is just the the passion that they have. Yes. Um, and whereas we're just at the beginning of, of this journey with them, um, just letting it be known that it's okay to talk about, about your mental health and your mental health challenges. And we all have challenges in our marriages, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. add, add mental health to it and just adds a whole nother ingredient into it. So I just, we just feel so blessed to know them and to be a part of, of their journey. Yeah. One of the things that, um, Aaron and I, uh, noticed right away. And Erin's really good at doing this sort of thing. She put our seven tenets that we have, the recovery principles, along with the principles that she had, and they matched up almost identical. And so it was kind of a no brainer. Let's, uh, we do, we kind of specialize in knowing how to run support groups. And that isn't something that she was necessarily believing that they needed to do you know, they had a group, but um, so we're going to go full throttle with this. And uh, if you're listening today and you want to attend uh, one of these groups, just uh, let us know, um, email sam at freshhope.us. Samantha runs all of our um, operations, ministry operations, and she'll be able to tell you how many groups we have going by that time. Uh, but the first one is starting here shortly. Um, I'm so detail-oriented. I know exactly when and where not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah. And because, you know, I, it's very interesting and it's sad to know the statistics of how many people, um, their marriage just can't last through the difficulties. I, I don't know if you guys would say this, but like, I think my wife and I would both say our marriage has never really been better than, you know, because we've, we, for some time, it felt like I was the problem. And, um, you know, now today we know what the problem is. And um, it feels so much better to know that I'm not the monster. Mm -hmm. And that there's a common way at working towards wellness together, you know? Absolutely. And, and I think that's such a testament to, to the work that you do to help other people. Um, because as you know, marriage isn't easy. Um, I mean, nothing's easy in life, but yeah. you know, when you have your faith and when you have belief in each other and you can get through anything, um, it hasn't been easy, <laughs> right. but but it's a lot of hard work and devotion to each other. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And through it, you grow, you know, yeah. uh, pain yeah. helps us grow. Um, usually easy times don't help us grow as much. You grow a lot more through pain. I don't like that, but that's true. And um, yeah, the, the 
interesting thing is is that um, a lot of uh, people the the resiliency to work through the issues that comes the more you do it the stronger you get at it right the yeah. more the more you work at this the better it, it you know you just learn you have skills and it's more than coping you can begin to thrive and and really live well in spite of it <laughs> yeah so now i asked you what the most difficult part was mm -hmm. what's the best part of this struggle i think getting to know each other even better and at a deeper level um because our, our first seven years of marriage I, I think it's fair to say dave that we probably wouldn't be together today had we not been able to figure out what who herb was and and his part right. in our marriage um, but it has brought us so close and um I think it was a win a month ago, we were in the car and, and Dave was starting to cycle. And I was able to just say, I am not talking to you anymore. You, I'm not going to put up with this. And Dave and I both just, we sat in silence in the car for, I don't know how long, the rest of the drive, but, but we couldn't have done that 15 years ago. Um, and I think that was a huge win. So I think just that closeness. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and just to I agree with you, and I, I just to highlight, uh, um, you know, if, if you look at uh, the Bible and and most faith traditions, love is really a choice. And um, if you're faced with a challenge like this in life, often you're making a choice day by day, um, and and it's how you respond and choose to respond that really makes a difference. And we were we were faced, confronted with that choice quite often. And uh, the more we say yes uh, to each other and to our love, uh, the stronger we got, uh, the more civil we we became, even in, in the midst of strife. And so I think uh, that all has been a blessing that's made us stronger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. The... Um... What, 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 let me ask this. What would you say to anybody struggling that's listening to this? You know, whether it's somebody who has a mental health challenge or it's somebody that lives with that person and loves them and cares about them. What, what would you say? Don't give up. You're not in this alone. Um, just when you think that you're at the end, um, just keep trying and keep working at it. And there are people, um, the work that, that you do, um, the work that, that Aaron does, you know, there are people out there that, that can help you, um, and, and not to be afraid to reach out and get help. Uh, I think that's very important too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. You're not alone and that, uh, you can get through this and you'll be, uh, stronger for it. Yeah. People for it. Yeah. And um, I would, just an aside, I would have to think there's some benefits, Michaela, living with people who have a little OCD, maybe not tons, but a little OCD because um, I, I, I'm happy to have a wife. I don't think she has OCD, but she is meticulous about keeping the house clean. I am not. 
And so I'm just grateful. But I always tell her, please don't take it personally when I haven't moved that pile of junk that you asked me to move out of sight, out of mind. I don't remember. I don't care. But yeah, it, I'm, I'm laughing because I use Dave's superpower quite often, like when we're leaving hotel rooms. Hey, would you check to make sure we haven't left? <laughs> and Dave goes, he has a system and he goes all around and, and I love it. It's very yeah, helpful. yeah. Now, as long as that doesn't go on for several days, you're fine, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, the other thing is, is I suspect all of us couples can tell you that um, humor is absolutely necessary in order to get through this because otherwise it's just too hard. <laughs> so yeah, I would use this superpower every now and then. Dave, if you get bored, just come on up here because I have stuff everywhere. <laughs> All right. I'm an artist and I paint and I have paint everywhere. I have canvases art canvases are taking over our house my wife says. <laughs> yeah sure i'll be right up there <laughs> yeah well um listen thank you so much for being on with me today i appreciate it and i want those of you who are listening to know uh check out mental health strong uh check out Fresh Hope's website where we're having groups together and really are making a commitment. It's a new kind of angle and perspective for us, but to really have that chance for husbands and wives to come together and learn from each other, help each other, and support one another when those issues are there. And as well as, I want you to check out these guys' books. Um, now, we're going to have uh, links in our show notes to this, but we'll also have um, a video link um, of Michaela and David talking about um, their experiences, as well as um, we will make sure that you know about that book, OCD and Marriage, right? Correct. Boy, you knew how to title it so that when people typed into Google OCD and Marriage, <laughs> you're going to be right, right. there. That's, that's right. A, that's a good thing. I bet David did a little bit of research on that. He did. You know, he did. <laughs> she, she had to temper me a little bit so it wasn't an academic treatise. <laughs> well, that's that's all right. Well, everyone, thank you again, Michaela and David, for being here and everyone who's listening today. Um, if you're going through a difficult time, reach out, reach out to us. I, I Email, um, my email is pastorbrad at freshhope.us. And um, I'm sure David and Michaela would be happy to help in any way. Do you guys have an email address that people could use to contact you with? Sure, you can contact us at OCD and marriage at gmail.com. Great. OCD and marriage at gmail.com. All right. Well, listen, thank you for listening. And if you would, if you're listening on iTunes, if you'd go ahead and just um, leave a uh, evaluation of this podcast, it helps others find us. Just, just an honest, you don't have to fib and say, oh, it's a seven star out of five, you know, um, but be so kind as to do that. It helps others in their algorithms uh, find the podcast. Um, of course, 
we will be here with our next podcast next time. And um, between now and that time, may the Lord hold you in his peace and his hope that he alone has to offer. Sure and certain hope in his name. God bless. This has been another edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. I'm Brad Hayes. You've been listening to Fresh Hope for Mental Health. If you have an opportunity, please review, share, and subscribe to the Fresh Hope for Mental Health podcast on iTunes or on the service that you use. We encourage you to share our podcast on social media with your friends and family. Previous podcasts of Fresh Hope for Mental Health can be found at freshhopeformentalhealth.com, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Fresh Hope is one of the leading networks of faith-based peer support groups internationally. For more information about Fresh Hope, go to freshhope.us.